What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> oh, Michelle. Today, Michelle and listeners, I don't want to leave the listeners out of this. Today, I woke up and I said, you know what this, this week is? This is draft week. This is draft fucking week. And you know what else it is? We are starting our brand new Monday episode for all of football season called The Huddle, and it's brought back by popular demand from last season. Michelle, I'm so excited that The Huddle happens now every Monday, and we're doing it as its own episode. I know. This, these are just so many amazing things. Think about what you just said in one sentence. It's fantasy draft week. <laughs> we're coming. We're coming to your earballs on Mondays now, as if Wednesday and Friday wasn't enough. We're coming on Monday, too. You're welcome, everybody. And three, I have really missed the huddle. I just, I know we've always had some fun stuff to talk about, but I, I did miss running through our, our headlines and, you know, making sure we touched all the different sports. So it's a good day. It's a good, it's a, it's a good time to be alive. It's a really, really wonderful day. And by the time, yes, by the time that this is live, you know, we're, we're, we're in it. We're in draft season. We're in draft season. We are... We are so much in draft season that I just keep doing mock drafts and I like have a problem. Like the itch for fantasy is so bad for me this year. I think it's because we've been doing all the like breakdowns and player talks and all the stuff. Like I feel like I've been waiting for this moment for years at this point. Like I've done so many mock drafts. I am so ready for it to be like the real thing. And thank God tomorrow is going to be our actual DQ fantasy football draft. Like, it's real. It's that That is right over the finish line, over the goal line. It's time. It's time. So, like, all right. So, before we get into the huddle, which we'll do a refresher on before we dig into it, I mean, we have to talk about drafting a little bit more. Tomorrow, I mean, th- this is September this week. Um, that's football season. I can't stop thinking about mock drafting and where I'm going to draft. But I think it's important for the listeners to know where we are drafting. So I am drafting eighth out of a 12-person league, 12-team league. And uh, you're drafting third. I am. From the from the top, from the jump, I just need to ask, who are you going to draft? I'm not, absolutely not going to tell you. No, we are competitors. You have to. I, I don't have to. You, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you. No why way. Why not? Why would I do why? that? No. Because I'm drafting eighth. You can't reveal anything no. that I won't that won't trickle down to me anyway. First, it's not like I'm going to upstream you. First of all, I don't know. Second of all, it depends on how the number one and number two go because in my aforementioned mock drafts, people do some weird shit when it's time to actually draft. So I don't know so true. <laughs> who will fall to me. So I'm not really sure yet. I will say in my mock drafts, I did one, and I was the sixth pick out of 12 teams, and I preferred being middle of the pack than being number three. See, I'm actually a little really? nervous. Okay, here's the thing. If you're number three out of 12 teams, yes, I will get an amazing first pick, but then I don't pick for quite some time, so a lot of names go. So if you're where you are at, like, eight, you're going to get eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. You're going to go again in, like, five, you know, like, eight more things. I've got to wait, like, 20 yeah. more turns. So... It's, um, I'm happy that I'll get someone really good. I hope I make the right Mm -hmm. decision and don't poop my pants at having the number three draft. But I will say. I wish you would say poop my pants on the microphone. (laughs) I wish. I really do. Oh, I said it. I said it. I wish you wouldn't try to tell, ask me 
who I'm going to draft. Like, what is this? Like, we're, we are co-hosts and I love you as a dear friend, but I'm a fierce competitor and there's absolutely no way I'm going to give you my, my foreshadowing who I'm going to draft. You crazy. Well, maybe then. All right. Don't, don't give me your secrets then. You got me all worked up now. Yeah. Don't, don't give me your secrets. I won't ask you for that again. Uh, I do think, though, that there's some interesting potential draftees that are mentioned in today's huddle. So I can uh, I think we should talk about it. And then, yeah, this is kind of maybe a cliffhanger to get into the huddle. Okay, um, we'll talk draft later. That being said, the huddle. Do you even remember what the huddle is? It's been so long. Silly question. So long. Silly question. Of course, I remember the huddle. Tell the people. People, this is what happens. Kate loves a good stop clock, watch, timer, whatever you want to say. She loves it. She loves a countdown ticker, all of those things. Kate pulls up her handy-dandy iPhone. She puts 60 seconds on the clock. Yes, if you could see her like I can right now, you would know she is already prepared. We put 60 seconds on the clock, and we run through as many sports headlines as we can from this week just to keep you in the know. We just want to make sure you know everything that's going on not just football, considering that's what we will be spending the majority of our time talking about these days, but there are other sports and other things to talk about, so we want to bring it to you. And the huddle is coming, like we said, every Monday at 8 a.m. The hope is that we can read off all of these headlines for you to start your week fresh. You know what you're getting into this week, and you have every sports headline that you need. So, like you I said, Michelle, say- I've got 60 seconds on the clock. Uh are you ready for our first huddle of the season? I'm ready. So if if you're going to count down, am I reading the first headline? Is that how we're I'm, I'm kicking it back off? That's right. I All will right. count you down, and you're going to get a count of three, two, one. okay? Okay, I can handle that, I think. Okay. In three, two, one, huddle. Sources say Cristiano Ronaldo and Manchester City are close to an agreement over a potential return to the Premier League. Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau agree to stop feuding as the Ryder Cup approaches, says Captain Steve Stricker. Austin Eckler of the LA Chargers offers signed jerseys to fantasy football players who win with him as their running back. Henrik Lundqvist announces his retirement, ending his 15-year NHL career. Never-before-seen photographs of Kobe Bryant to be auctioned off as NFTs to commemorate what would have been his 43rd birthday. The Buffalo Bills receivers Isaiah McKenzie and Cole Beasley have been fined for COVID-19 protocol violations. Speaking of COVID, the Tennessee Titans are placing QB Ryan Tannehill on the COVID-19 reserve list after Mike Rabel also tested positive. Miguel Sano hit the longest home run of 495 feet. Trevor Lawrence gets the nod as Jacksonville Jaguars QB for week number one. Uh, Okay, okay, all right, we got almost all the way through. That's pretty good for our first day back. I, I was a little scared I was going to fumble over names and everything like I normally do, but I think we went into that confidently and we got a lot of good headlines out there. Yeah, I, I also am really glad I didn't get the last one, which got cut off at the end there, which was that the Philadelphia Flyers signed center Sean Courtier. Courtier? Who's that? Who I'm that? not sure. I'm not sure, but I should probably know considering he signed an eight-year, $62 million contract. I feel like you never hear contracts like that in the it's NHL. Like a football contract. Yeah, I was going to say. Except it sounds, not eight years. No, nah, not eight years, but still, it's like a baseball contract. That's, that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. big. So congratulations, Sean. But um, 
Kate, of these headlines, because there's a lot of good ones in here and a lot of fun names to talk about, um, anything you want to dig into a little bit? Yeah, I got um I got I got two that I want to dig into, but let's start. Let's go let's go in chronological order here. And as the resident golf queen, you know that I want to talk about Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, who, by the way, I didn't tell you a really, really, really important story from this last week about Brooks and Bryson. Do you want to okay. hear? I do want you to tell me that. And I also was gonna say, didn't you go to like some golf tournament? thingy like I don't it looked like you did something fun on a golf course but you weren't playing you were drinking so I really need to know yes I went to my first PGA event ever wow. ever I've never gone to a golf tournament before and it's called the Northern Trust do you know what this is no enlighten me so it's basically like throughout the year I'm going to butcher this like I always do with golf but I'm learning <laughs> in learning. real time but she's learning people she has clubs let her get I'm learning. there. I, I, my first, you see, I'm recording in my bedroom right behind me. That's my first golf outfit. It just came today. I got a little <laughs> white cute skirt and a navy little top. They're both Lululemon. I'm going to look so fucking fly on the golf course when I get out there again. Oh, baby. I'm excited. <laughs> a lot of golf going on here. A, okay. a lot. But tell me about this tournament because I'm intrigued. Yeah. Northern Trust. So Northern Trust is basically they have multiple tournaments throughout the year as some, like you know, there's a million tournaments for golfers. I don't even know. And you qualify throughout the year by earning points based on your ranking, right? Okay. So if you score the lowest and you're the number 1 seed, the top 125 people, let's say, if they make it past the Northern Trust, they move on to the next tournament. And these tournaments go throughout the year. And as you're playing tournament by tournament, ranking by ranking, if you are in the top number of the cutoff, then you move on to the next tournament. So let's say Northern Trust Tournament is top 125. Based on how you do, you earn a certain amount of points, you're re-ranked, and then you play in the next one. And then it's the top 60, let's say, okay. make it to the following one. They recount your points and they re-rank you. Then you play again. So basically you go, 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 go until there's a final tournament. Somebody wins and they win like a bajillion dollars. A bajillion prize. dollars because it's golf. Yeah, yeah exactly. So where exactly. did this take where did this take place? It took place in New Jersey City, New Jersey. Really? It is right on the water. Wow. It's absolutely a beautiful club. And uh and you know why it's important and bringing this back to the huddle so it's not just just one thing with Kate today, <laughs> but um, I did say hello to both of these players and I can say definitively that the first the first golfer who is famous that I've ever talked to now is Bryson DeChambeau. Nice. He looked me. So I'm standing with, okay, I'm standing there. I'm being told Kate, this is what you do at golf tournaments. You talk to the players. You say, let's go, way to go, and whatever, and they'll interact with you. And I was like, uh, okay, I I didn't know this was a thing. That is the opposite of what I would think happens at a golf tournament. I know. And it's really scary, Michelle, because I'm not even fucking with you. He was two feet from me. <laughs> two fucking feet. And, of course, Ryan is telling me, the person I was there with, my boyfriend, was saying, say, say hi. 
Say hi to Bryson DeChambeau. He's telling you, I'm like, no, I can't. So I'm saying hello to like all these players as we're walking around the course. None of them are saying hi. I'm like an asshole. And then, and then Bryson walks up to the third tee, and there is a mob following Bryson DeChambeau around the golf course. He's like a legend. And Brooks Kepka too. They yeah. have like a cohort. Right. And so everybody, this is the first time that I see a golfer being followed by a mob of people. And he's like lit. Like he is feeding off of the crowd. <laughs> and I was like, I got to say hi to Bryson. And so he's walking by. You can imagine that 95 literal percent of the people there are men going, Bryson, Bryson. <laughs> And then I, ever so nicely... In my cute little said, golf outfit, because we know that cute, you were... Yeah, exactly. Oh, I was strutting my shit. I walk up two feet from Bryson. I'm like, let's go, Bryson. Looks at me, dead, dead ass in the eyeballs, and says, thank you. Tips his hat and waves. He must have also said, I know you. You're Kate from the Draft Queens. Right? That's right. He probably said That's that right. too. Yeah, I thought maybe he said that also. Okay, look I'm at you. I'm sorry. I took us a on a massive tangent. A massive. Br- well, not so massive because we did talk about Bryson in in the headlines. A, a little a little bit a little bit out there, but you still still happened. Anyway, That's true. I'm and happy, saw Brooks Kepka too. I'm happy and him for too. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for Bryson and Brooks because it seems like they're going to bury their the hatchet and uh, and try to play nicely in the sandbox. Yeah, it sounds like it for this Ryder Cup thing. However, I do really love the feuding between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Like, I actually think it's really elevating people's interest in golf. So I don't want it to end. But I guess if they are potentially playing together in the Ryder Cup, you can't be feuding. No, they'll probably still, like, jerk each other around a little bit and just, like, poke yeah, at one another. Sure. But you know what? It's it, Well, I'm proud of you. Way to, way to get out there. Go to a Thanks. golf tournament. Represent. DQ out on the golf course and say what up to Bryson. I told you I like him. I know. I like him, too, after that encounter. And I said hi to Brooks, too, and he was, like, in the zone. I think he bogeyed the first three holes, so I think he was not having it by the time well, I saw him. He was just not in the mood. You don't want to be okay. bogeying. I, I'm a, I bogey. Anyway. Oh, and he also took a pee, a pee in the woods, but that that is – I just <laughs> wow. didn't know that wow. golfers were allowed to do these things. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I guess we're going to have to do a whole episode on what to do and not to do at golf tournaments <laughs> hosted by Kate. Actually, now I kind of want to go to one, so we'll have have to go to one of the next ones anyway the the other anyway. thing I, the other thing i wanted to mention because you know because of my fantasy itch that i have is this bold statement that austin eckler is putting out there he's there's been a few different tweets this is just the latest one about offering signed jerseys to uh to, to fantasy players who have them in his running back i just love it i love that he's got like the confidence to be like because there's there's some guys that are like i don't give a fuck about your fantasy i don't 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 draft me on your fantasy team it's like Dude, don't don't get mad. Don't get upset about being on a fantasy. Like, exactly. don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at us. We can't be football players. We like you guys. We want you on our fantasy teams. Like, don't yell at us and get mad. Anyway, Eckler is like totally, totally embracing it. I absolutely love it. He's definitely ranked in the top five on a lot of these lists. Who knows? Maybe I'll be winning a signed Eckler jersey if I get him. Who no- who knows? But I love I love the confidence that he's like out there just being like, draft me, play me. And tweet me, at me, whatever it is, and I will, like, send you shit. That's, like, that's a pretty cool interactive way to, like, an even more interactive way to play fantasy football than, like, what we've seen in the past. So 
good on him. Get people amped. Like, honestly, fucking finally. Like, are you kidding me? You're so right. All the players that are like, ooh, don't draft me if you don't like it. No. You know what? Everyone should be more like Austin Eckler. Everyone should lean in because this is amazing. This is amazing. I agree. Well, I'm really happy that we have the huddle back. And I know there was one other thing we wanted to maybe chat about, but you know, we might we might save that for for a little later in the week. What do you think? I think we should. And I think I know we were talking about obviously one of our headlines here is about um Kobe Bryant and his never before seen photos that were, you know, being auctioned off this week as NFTs. And um, and that was all to commemorate him for his 43rd birthday last Monday. Uh, so I think we should spend some time on it, though, because it's been a year since his passing. It is his birthday. And also, there is no way in this short episode that we can explain what an NFT is. Very or true. in any episode, but I think we can try. Uh- <laughs> very, very true. So... Uh, so I would say, everyone, I hope you're happy that the huddle is back. We are certainly happy, and we're going to be bringing it to you every Monday, all the latest headlines. And uh, tune in on Wednesday, and we'll uh, unpack and, and chat about the legend Kobe Bryant on our uh, Drafts on Drafts episode. That's right. Follow us on all of our feeds and all of our social media, Instagram and Twitter. You know what it's about. It is so good to be in your earballs for the huddle. This is happening every Monday at 8 a.m. from here on out. Uh, We love you all. We're glad to be back. And we will see you on Wednesday to talk Kobe. Kobe. Kobe.